Check, check, check. Let me hear your audio. Oh, yeah. You can't resist, can you? I cannot. (laughs) You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast, episode number 96. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Well, hey there. Welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. I'm Amy, and I know I say this with every show, but I am absolutely thrilled, I truly am, that you have shown up here today. So thanks so much for tuning in. Today's guest is Marie Forleo, which creates a huge dilemma for me. Let me explain. Marie has been on my show multiple times. In fact, more than any guest I've ever had. And the dilemma with that is, I've got to bring something new to the table when I interview Marie. It's got to be different than all the other episodes, and it better be good. My goal for each episode is that you walk away thinking, that was so good, I need to apply those strategies, or I need to take action right now, or I'm going to start thinking about my business differently. Those are all the things I want you to think about when you walk away from one of my episodes. So to bring Marie on for the fourth time, it better be good. So because of that... I've been a little bit stressed. So let me back up just a little bit and then I'll tell you why I keep bringing her on the show. First of all, I met Marie when I was still working with Tony Robbins. I was at a Frank Kern event, learning some new online marketing strategies. I sat next to Marie, we became fast friends and I then joined her live mastermind for two years. So even before I left corporate, I had joined this mastermind, quickly left corporate after that and she pretty much coached me into my first two years of business completely shaped the foundation of my business, why I do what I do, how I do it. And I attribute much of my success to everything I learned from Marie. So I'm indebted to her to say the least. And then she went on to create this program called B-School. And I went through B-School multiple times and that rocked my business as well. So I'm a fan to say the least. I'm also an affiliate of her B-School program. Every year I promote it to my audience and I create this amazing, my favorite bonus package ever, And I offer these incredible bonuses if you sign up through Marie's B-School with my affiliate link. So that's my connection with Marie. But that's not actually why she's here today. She's here today because every year she launches a three-part video series that's totally free and completely value-packed. She talks about building a gorgeous website and the 13 keys to killing it online. She gets into the emerging online marketing trends, like what's working now and where are the opportunities. She talks about strategies and tips and insights to get more focused and clarity inside your business. And her goal is to help you create an online business that you absolutely love. This video series is free and she offers it every year. She just re-recorded the entire thing. It is Excellent. So we're going to talk a little bit about that three-part video series in this interview today, and you can get it at amyporterfield.com forward slash Marie. So I definitely encourage you to sign up for it because it's only available for two weeks. So if you're listening to this later on in the year, you likely have missed it, but it will come back next year. But if you're catching this when I just went live, definitely grab it before it's too late. amyporterfield.com forward slash Marie, totally free, worth every minute of that video series. I promise you that. When you run an online business, your marketing metrics will tell you what in your business is profitable and where you're throwing money away. Yikes. 
That's pretty important, right? Luckily, I've put together the Ultimate Marketing Metrics Checklist, which is a free resource that will guide you through tracking and analyzing the most crucial metrics for your business. And let me tell you, I'm gonna keep it simple but effective. From evergreen data and revenue generation to podcast metrics and social media growth, this cheat sheet will cover it all. It's the exact one my team and I use to track our metrics on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. Let me be honest here. This wasn't an overnight process win for me. It took me 10 years to build this comprehensive list and get it just right. But you, my friend, can start using it today, tailoring it to suit your business-specific needs, but not having to start from scratch like I did. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just getting started, this cheat sheet will help you make informed decisions as you grow your business and empower you to move forward confidently. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics to get your hands on the ultimate marketing metrics cheat sheet now. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics. So back to the fact that I've had Marie on the show multiple times, and that creates a major dilemma for me because I need this show to be unique and valuable for you. So let me tell you what I recently did. A few weeks back, I had Rachel Luna on the show and she was talking about affiliate promotions and she mentioned that she created a closed Facebook group during an affiliate launch and she built this community before the product she was promoting even went on sale. And I had mentioned that I was thinking about doing something like that for B-School. And then just last week, I interviewed Jill and Josh Statton all about how they've used a free Facebook group to build their community build their email list and grow their sales. And they've impacted hundreds of lives through this free Facebook group. So after I talked to Jill and Josh and Rachel Luna, I thought, wait a second, I've really got to do this. So just yesterday I sent out an email to my list and I told them about a special closed group that I created all around B-School. Now remember B-School is not for sale just yet. And so what I did is I called it the 30 day B-School business building think tank. And I promised my list that for the next 30 days, I was going to jump in this group and we were going to go through Marie's three-part video series together. We're going to watch the videos, talk about them, share insights and aha moments, answer questions that people may have, and then talk about how we're going to take action with those lessons. I wanted to be a part of the conversation around the free, really valuable content before Marie actually started to sell B-School. And so that's what I did. Now I had hoped for 1000 people in the group. That's what I really wanted. Well, it's been 24 hours and we have almost 5,000 people in the group. Crazy, right? And that's an amazing thing. It's already fully engaged, really exciting, but I'm nervous about it as well. I'm nervous because I've never done this before. And it's interesting because when you're just starting out in business and you try something new, it's like kind of out of desperation sometimes, at least it was for me. I'm going to throw something on the wall. Hopefully it sticks. If it doesn't, oh, well, I didn't risk that much, but I've got to keep trying new things to see what works. So that's what happens in the early stages of business. When you've been at it for a while, like me, trying new risks feels really scary in a different way because people are watching and they're going to see if you crash and burn or if you actually succeed and they have high expectations for you as well. At least I have high expectations for myself. So I really want to hit this one out of the park, but it's a total experimentation. I have never done something like this before. So I was up all night worried about it, thinking like, how am I going to add value and how do I keep people engaged and what questions am I going to ask? Like, it's a very big deal to me in my head. 
So if you want to be part of the conversation, you can go to amyporterfield.com forward slash think tank and go along on this journey with me. Now, here's why I bring up that special group that just launched. I went into the group this morning and I said, what do you want to hear from Marie? What do you want to know? If you could sit down with her and pick her brain about building an online business and the mindset of an entrepreneur and how she built her list and how she builds her team and how she launches, like what do you want to know about from somebody that has created a multi-million dollar empire online and she started as a bartender? True story. So how does that happen and what are her philosophies and strategies and insights along the way? And I got some amazing questions from this group. So I chose the best of the best and that's how I'm going to make this interview with Marie unique from all the other ones I've done with her. They're really insightful questions I get to ask and I didn't even create them. They came from this really cool brand new group I created where I'm going to be live for the next 30 days going through all the free content Marie puts out. It's going to be a lot of fun and I am excited about it. So before we dive into the interview with Marie, I want to encourage you to go to amyporterfield.com forward slash Marie and sign up for her three-part video series. So remember, it's not going to be around for long. So it's only going to be here for about two weeks. So if you're listening to this after it went live and you missed it, it will come back next year. So no worries. But if you're listening with me as I go live with this podcast episode, sign up right away so you can be part of the conversation. amyporterfield.com forward slash Marie is where you sign up for her free three-part video series. And then amyporterfield.com forward slash think tank is where you can join that private special Facebook group I created and we will go through the experiment of something like that together. Okay, so I won't make you wait any longer. Let's go ahead and dive in to the Q&A session with Marie Forleo. Marie Forleo, thank you so very much for being on the show yet again. Amy, I adore you, literally. Like, I miss you so much, and I would love to hang out with you as much as humanly possible, so this is a treat for me. I know, I always love when we get on these interviews because what they don't hear is we catch up forever because it's been too long. So it's always fun chatting for sure. I've got a rapid fire list of questions that, as I mentioned in the intro, my special 30 day B school business builder think tank came up with these questions and I just want to dive into them. What do you think? Let's do it. Okay. First question. When did you finally get your big break? So I don't know if you guys will be shocked by this answer, but this is the truth. I honestly don't think I have ever had a big break per se. My career and my business has been built by a series of small, tiny steps taken every single day that honestly, when I look back, it's 17 years now. And those small steps every day have really gotten me to here. Now, have there been highlights? Absolutely. You know, going on Oprah, highlight. being in, Kind of. Kind of, right? <laughs> Being interviewed by Tony Robbins, highlight. Um, being with Richard Branson, getting to meet some incredible folks that I consider mentors from far away, people that I've admired or looked up to. You know, seeing our B schoolers have so much success, meeting them on the streets in a restaurant. Like I meet people every day, and I'm in my like messy bun, no makeup, and they're like, "Marie," I'm like, "Hi." <laughs> so those are all really beautiful things. But I think there's a myth about this idea of a big break, and I certainly used to have it. Remember when I first started out, I would sit in my studio apartment. I was staring at my computer, completely overwhelmed, completely terrified, alone, not knowing exactly what to do to build my business. And I remember having fantasies, Amy. 
wishing that there was this kind of fairy business godmother who would sweep in and discover me <laughs> or, or give me that big break. You know what I mean? Yep. Say, hey, here's what you need to do to kind of get catapulted to this next level. Not only did that day never come, but it was a delusional way for me to be thinking at that time. And what I've been able to see now in hindsight is there is no single opportunity that anyone else can give you that is more important for your success than the small daily actions that you have to take every day. Mm, Say it one more time. Say that one more time. So there is no big break or opportunity that anyone else is going to come and put in your lap that is going to catapult you further or take you farther or raise you up higher than the small actions, the quiet actions that you must take each and every day in your own service, meaning in service of your own creativity, those kind of uh, gritty details that we do in the background that are not so sexy. You know, I think especially for anyone that's familiar with Marie TV, sometimes they can see, hey, you know, we've got great production values and oh, she's got a blowout and she's got some cute clothes on, (laughs) which by the way, this is not how I started out. And the second thing I want to say about that is the only reason we have all those things is so I can put the majority of my attention on the content. But what my point is, all of the work that happens before we get on set, that's not glamorous at all. It's really hard and it takes a lot of time. And I think the thing I wish I could tell my you know, 22-year-old self when I was just starting out was like, girl, don't worry about the big break. Just take the small steps every day and you will get there. Oh, so good. I love that answer. So perfect. I secretly put that in there first because I kind of knew you weren't going to be believing in those big breaks for most people. Also, I just thought of something. Do you remember the very, not the very first video, but one of the very first videos I feel like you put out there for an opt-in, at least when I got into your world. So it was one of the first videos I saw was you in the kitchen And you're like direct to camera and you're talking about some kind of freebie you just created. And Josh is in the background making a smoothie. Yes. (laughs) So that was actually my opt-in for my site. And you know, what's so funny, Amy, I need to go find that video and put it up. You do and show people. Because so many people loved that video. And essentially I was looking into my webcam, like right from my laptop. And I tried to shoot this video. If anyone has done video, then you know this. You can try like five or six or 10 Ugh. different times. And you either make a fun ball. The lighting is just horrible. Something goes you know, off kilter. And anyway, I moved the, the camera to my table. And I started talking. And everything was actually sounding coherent. And in comes Josh. And he just starts <laughs> making a smoothie. And I think Zane, my stepson, yep. is in there. And I just turned around. And I just had to keep going. And that was our main opt-in on marieforleo.com for quite some time. Yes. And it was for an audio, eight biggest mistakes that even smart women make in business and how to avoid them. I can't even believe you remember that, first of all. And second <laughs> of all, that's the good stuff because where you are now, you didn't get there instantly or overnight and things looked a whole lot different while you were still successful in those early years. And I think people need to remember that. Yeah. And you know, on my Facebook page, actually, Just um, last week, I did my first live broadcast through Facebook's mobile portal, and I didn't realize that I couldn't do it through my laptop, which I thought I'd be able to. So I'm like awkwardly holding my cell phone, you know, without a tripod. (laughs) 
And uh, I apologize for anyone who someone's like, I'm getting seasick. I'm like, honey, I'm so sorry, but I just got to do this because I got to do what I got to do and keep my word. But my point is you can see the same me all across the board. Again, sometimes I got a little more lip gloss on. Most of the time I do not. But it's more important your message, your honesty, your genuineness, the intention with which you want to serve than any of the glamour or the glitz or any of that stuff. None of that is really important. We get to do that now because we we can and it's a little more fun and it's just a different facet of who we are, but it's not necessary. Totally agree. I love that. Okay. So we are moving on to question number two, which is what do you think is the best way to narrow down your target audience when you struggle with so many ideas and are afraid to lose any opportunity. Oh, this is a good one. It's a good one. So as you know, Amy, if you're talking to everybody, <laughs> you're talking to nobody. That's one of our mantras, both in B-School and as marketers and for life. Amen. So meaning, if you don't truly understand the folks that you want to serve through your business and speak directly to them, your marketing is likely going to be bland. It's going to be forgettable. It's going to lack the emotional depth and complexity that it needs in order for you to have a sustainable, profitable business. And you have to get really clear on who exactly your ideal customers are. And that's a process that sadly, you and I both know, most business owners and entrepreneurs fail to go deep enough on. They'll 100%. be like, oh, I, I know yeah. my target market or I know you know five facts about them and that's enough. I will say, if you're trying to serve everyone, you will not serve anyone. Because the truth is no product or service really is for everyone. And in the beginning stages of your business, I completely get it. I was terrified to miss out on any opportunity because I'm like, look, I got to make money any way I can, right? I need to put food on the table. So I understand that. But what's really important when you're thinking about the best way to narrow down, you have to think about what are the commonalities that unite your ideal customers? Is it the, the ideas, the values, the aspirations, the frustrations? What are the things that unite the people that you're trying to reach and when you start to get that picture in your mind, that's what's going to help you narrow down and start speaking more specifically to them. Now, you know, Amy, we talk a lot about this in B-School. I take yes. a lot of different processes to get them there. But those are the kind of things that anyone listening to this call should be able to start to think about and give yourself the chance to narrow it down. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you wanna make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. 
I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products, and I want to talk about Shopify. Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. Okay, so once you narrow down your target market, tell me this, how did you intentionally communicate or engage with this target market when you first started? And so you just were getting things going, but you wanted to start building trust and giving a lot of value. What did that look like? So for me, when I started, it was about uh, two really modes of communication. It was about my email newsletter, which was where at that time I delivered all of my content. You have to get, this was like pre-blog, pre-social media. Which is kind of crazy. So let's just put that in perspective. You were building a list almost like from day one, which oh, yeah. my story is you told me to build a list for almost two years in our mastermind together. And I finally got my act together <laughs> after like two years. <laughs> And I remember you asked me all the time, what's your list size? What's your list size? And it never changed. But for you, it was like always a thing. How did you know that was just so important? I will tell you, thank the sweet heavens above. You know, my coach training was through a place called Coach University, which at the time, it was the first and the largest coach training institute that was in existence. It was like at the baby, baby infantile stages of the coaching industry. Like to be a life coach. Correct. Okay. Correct. Because that's where I started. And one of the things that they stressed, and you have to get, I was fresh out of college, like fresh out of college. So I was so in that mode of, if my teacher tells me to do this, I will do that. (laughs) Yes. That was just who I was. So one of the things that was stressed to me in my coaching training was about building an email newsletter list. And again, because it was pre-blog, it was pre-social media, that was the only means I had of communicating consistently with people to try and build my coaching practice and to start honing my ability to get out content. So for me, it was email. And then it was also in person because I was a bartender. I was going to um, Toastmasters to learn and try and become somewhat of a better public speaker. And I was also teaching fitness classes. So I had these opportunities in real life to communicate with people to start building trust and showing value. And for me, and these are the things that are applicable no matter how technology shifts, no matter how the landscape of social media continues to evolve, no matter what tools you're using, it was about being as honest 
and transparent and to the point as I could be with my audience. So in my case, because it was a life coaching business, it was about sharing ideas and concepts and tools and strategies that I genuinely found valuable myself. So therefore, I genuinely wanted to pass them along to other people. So it wasn't about trying to come up with ideas of like, oh, what's going to be the best content? It was like, how am I going to make a difference to other people? And how am I going to do that in a way that's genuinely aligned with me? And I think in terms of trust, you know, trust is built when you do what you say you will do. So that comes from being consistent by being honest and by honoring your word. It's not about being perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it is about having alignment between what you say you are going to do and what you do. And if you falter, uh, if you stumble, which again, all of us do as humans, you own up to that, you take responsibility, and you get right back on the train. And that's how trust is built. Um, And I think the third piece that I would mention is my desire, especially in the beginning, was always to serve others. And I was terribly insecure because of my young age. I know, and I know more now, looking back, 2020 is always hindsight. I was insane (laughs) to think that I could be a life coach. Like, (laughs) who the heck would hire a 23-year-old life coach? Like, I was clearly out of my freaking mind. (laughs) Thankfully, I just followed my instinct was, how can I just help and serve others and put the spotlight on them and ideas and concepts that genuinely I found value in? Okay, so that makes perfect sense. And it kind of leads me to this next question, because when you were bartending and you were becoming a life coach and you said you were, um, doing the fitness stuff, what tell people what you did? So I was a, a dancer, a hip hop instructor, um, a fitness personality. I created like four fitness dance videos and I was a Nike elite athlete. Um, so I taught hip hop and different forms of dance to instructors and individuals around the world. Okay. So you have had a lot going on. Yes. So that's perfect for this next question. What is your advice on how to competently choose a direction for your business? The person who wrote in said, I have so many ideas and interests and ideas that light me up. Are all of these real or just a masterful trick? My mind is playing on me to stay where I am. This is such a big hurdle. A big one. Oh, Amy, especially for anyone listening who may find yourself like me and like the the asker of this question, who I consider multi-passionate. It's a huge stumbling block for many entrepreneurs. And we actually created an entire program about it, which is included in B-School. It's called Start the Right Business. Because I was in so much pain about this and I understand and can empathize with people who feel like they don't want to choose and they're having a really hard time figuring out which idea to follow. Yes. So we show them how to methodically and intelligently kind of work through each of their ideas so they can start testing one or two that's going to be the most viable for their business. Because it's really not about choosing something that makes the most financial profit. You have to consider your emotional and your spiritual profit too, you know, because every business takes a tremendous amount of work. So it is about kind of parsing out what's going to make the most sense for your soul and for your bank account. And while I can't take people through, you know, every single test that we walk folks through in that program, at the end of the day, this is what I want you to know. I want you to know that it is important to get out there and test your ideas. This speaks to one of my mottos in life, which I live by, is that clarity comes from engagement, not thought. Uh, One more time. Clarity comes from engagement, not thought. It is so rare that you find your truth, and I mean truth with a capital T, 
by thinking about it purely from an intellectual reason-based level. You've got to take action. You've got to get a body truth. You have to get feedback from your environment, and that will inform your highest and best choice. And just a quick example, I know for me, uh, for a very long time, I questioned whether or not I would have any business at all uh, trying to have a bit of a career in dance slash fitness. Now, you have to get Amy. I had no dance training. I never took a class as a kid. The most I did was moonwalk across my mom's <laughs> linoleum kitchen floor. So no formal training. And I was about 24, 25 at the time, which sadly in the dance world is actually over the hill. People are pros. You know what I mean? They are killing it by the time they're 16. Yep. By the time they're 20, 21, they're on tour with everybody. So um, I remember the first time that I finally realized, you know, I will never figure out if this is real for me, meaning if I should pursue this until I get my butt in a class. And it sounds so obvious, yet so many of us, especially when we're multi-passionate, will have five different ideas in our mind of what we could do, yet we don't take action to actually feel it or test it or see if it's a hobby or maybe it could be a business. So I think there's a lot of wisdom that can be gained and a lot of traction that can be made when you actually get out there and start doing it. Just even dip your toe in the water. I'm all about taking action, getting that momentum, moving forward. So I'm on the same page with you for sure. Now let's switch gears a little bit into fear and the mindset around that. This next question is all about fear and being paralyzed. So she says, I live in a paralyzed fear of being too salesy. And as a result, I sell myself short. What resources do you recommend to get into a mindset of really selling yourself so that the world knows just how awesome you are and how awesome your products are as well? I love this question. Me too. So I will make a pitch for a free Marie TV episode. If you Google search Marie Forleo, shameless self-promotion. Oh, that's, that's a good Marie one. Forleo, shameless self-promotion. There's a whole episode around this, but here's what I want you to understand right now. You are on the planet for a reason. There has never been, nor will there ever be another you. So your ideas, your thoughts, your creations, your products, your services, they matter. And when you have a product or service that you genuinely believe in, and you don't do everything that you possibly can to share and market and promote the heck out of that, you are stealing from those who need you most because it's the truth. Right now, there are hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions of people who want what you have to offer, but it's not their job to find you. It's your job to get in front of them. So you have to keep that in your heart. You have to know that you are on this planet for a reason and it's to share your gifts. And your gifts often come through the vehicle of your business. So when you stay in that place of service and you stay in that framework of emotional connection and desire to serve, all of a sudden you don't have to be worried about being too salesy because all you're doing is being of service. I feel like that is a major theme running through the entire B-School program. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. I think that's one of the biggest things that we hear from folks, Amy. Like when I was saying, it's always such a pleasure for me to meet people on the street when I don't expect to. And one of the things that they often share, or they let me know through social media is like, you helped me find my confidence to do this. I am so proud of what I do now. And I was so scared before, and I'm finally living in the way that I knew I could live. I just couldn't get there and B-School helped me do it. 
Mm, I love that. I love hearing that. And I hear it all the time from those that have been part of my B-School bonuses. They find that confidence. You hear that word over and over again, which is really cool. Okay. So moving on in our rapid fire questions. The next one is about being a perfectionist. How do I move past the perfectionist nature, the feeling that I just don't know enough yet, because all of that takes time away from writing my content and my blog post and promoting and all that stuff that comes with building a business? Yes. So again, not to get all Marie TV on, but we just, we did another episode on this. It's about how to believe in your business when you don't fully believe in yourself. But the thing about being a perfectionist, and I can relate to this because I have really, really, really high standards, but you have to train yourself to recognize that in any given moment, you are either engaged in the thoughts in your mind that say, you suck, you're not good enough, you don't know enough yet, who are you to say this? Everyone else is more experienced. They've said it already. What do you have to add to the party? Or you're actually creating the content. You're actually writing the blog post. You're formatting it. You're editing it. You're promoting it on social media. You're reaching out to others to see if they'll share it for you. So you have to really come down in a very micro manner, moment to moment, and start to train yourself to be engaged in production rather than the thoughts in your head about how awful you are. I know that might sound simplistic, but if you really slow down and start to check in with yourself over the course of 30 minutes, how much of these 30 minutes am I comparing myself to other people and coming up short versus how many of these 30 minutes did I actually put words on the page? And you start to become aware of how much time you're wasting in that perfectionist, not getting shit done mode. You will start to unwire that mechanism and stay engaged rather than beating yourself up. You know, I um, always talk about, you know, you should always create before you consume. And that consumption includes your own crappy thoughts. Okay. So you should always create before you consume. What do you mean? Tell me more about that. So a lot of times people start out their day uh, totally consuming social media, looking through their Instagram feed and getting, um, you know, it's like taking shots of compare schlager, right? <laughs> Where you see what everyone else is doing, what they're launching, how great their pictures are, how great their life is. It are. is the worst place to go. I've been, oh. I've lived there before. So right? yes. Or you start reading other people's blogs or you start reading the news. I mean, there are so many different things that you can consume from an informational standpoint And you haven't done any of your own creations yet. You haven't written anything for the day. You haven't given yourself time to think or to pray or to meditate or to exercise. You haven't created or generated any of your own things. So creating before you consume is a really great practice to get in. You can't do it all the time because we do have to be out into the world and receive things to get inspiration as well. And that's fine. But if you really take a look at your habits, you may find that what you do is consume so much and you go into this really dark perfectionistic place and start having these internal dialogues with yourself. Everything's been done already. I'm not good enough. I'm not qualified. And that's why things never get done. And the quality of your work just goes down the drain so quickly when you're in that space. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I had never heard you say that before and I absolutely love it. That's a new, new motto for me at least. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. What is the number one thing that made a difference in your business if you had to choose just one thing? So this without a doubt, hands down, it's the thing that runs my life and it has made the biggest difference in my business. Trusting my intuition and following my heart, especially when it comes to taking big leaps. So for me, 
in the beginning, dialing all the way back, trusting my intuition that I had to sign up for that life coach training, despite how crazy it sounded to become a 23-year-old life coach, right? Yeah. That sounded nuts. I had another job. I couldn't afford it. Like There were all of these reasons why I shouldn't have signed up for that coach training, yet something in my heart and my intuition said, you've got to do this. I remember another time when I was really um, looking to kind of upgrade my abilities as a coach and my integrity. And I had just written this ebook and it was out there and it was selling and I was so proud of it. Yet I, it was about women in relationships. It was called Make Every Man Want You. It was my first ebook ever. And I wound up breaking off my engagement that, you know, a guy that I was engaged to at the time. And I had to trust my heart that I, I would lose out on that revenue, yet there was something higher that I would get to if I retooled. I remember so many times, Amy, trusting my heart and my intuition, you know, further along in my business, um, just eliminating revenue streams that were like in the millions of dollars. Ugh. There's nothing wrong with them. They right. were beautiful. I enjoyed them. Other people enjoyed them. But it was time for me to move on because I felt something else was coming. I didn't have proof of it but I could feel it in my bones. And I think that for each of us, it's less about following someone else's blueprint or taking fill in the blank templates. And the one thing that will make a difference in your business and in your life is the wisdom that is already in you if you have the courage to listen. It's always there. And that's one of the things that I really love about B-School is because you know, we may not be the program that's like, look, we're going to give you a business in a box. As you know, Amy, that's never been me, right? right? I'm kind of a hard ass like that. I'm like, no, yes, you are. I will teach you principles. I will teach you ideas. I will teach you things that will work over time, but I am going to be honest with you. And I want to train you to think and feel for yourself so that you never need me again. It's, <laughs> that- it's so true. That is throughout the entire B-School program. Yes. So, you know, I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear, but I'm going to tell you what you need to know. Yes. And what you need to know is how to listen to your intuition so that you can take all of the incredible ideas and strategies and possibilities, and you can start to feel out for yourself what's going to be your next best step. Sure. You know, we'll share experience. We share, you know, uh, tons of examples. Steps. Exactly. Yeah. But then you have to then come in and match all of that with your own heart and your own sense of uh, what's right for you and what feels right. And I think that for all of us, if we can hone that, that's what's going to take us further, the furthest, the fastest. You know, speaking of B-School, tell me this. What do you think is a common trait or a habit or an action you've seen in your most successful B-School graduates? You know, there's two things that come to mind. One is a bigger why that the person is committed to, you know, they're building their business for a reason that is beyond just money or attention or their ego or to prove their worth or to prove that, you know, they're capable to someone. The people that are building a business because they genuinely want to make a difference to others. They want to change their industry. They want to bring people joy or delight or a solution to a problem. I think that when you're motivated beyond something as, and it is empty, as self-gain, you will give yourself an edge in terms of creativity and stamina that simply cannot be accessed when you're creating for self-gain alone. And then I think the second thing, and you and I both know this, it's how we live our lives, is uh, the habit of taking consistent action and also having patience. Oh, good one. 
In our current environment, one of the things that seems to be prevalent is this idea of either overnight success or instant gratification. And there are unicorns out there that seem to do things very, very quickly. But I will tell you, after 17 years in this industry, the people that I respect the most and the businesses that I see across every vertical, across every industry, they're rarely the ones that do it fast. They're the people that when you really unpack their stories, they've been building it slowly over time. They've made their mistakes. They do, they do things organically. I will tell you, again, this is like 17 years for me, Amy. You know, like people are like, oh, wow. where'd she come from? It's like, mm, no, it's been happening for a long time. <laughs> and I think that willingness to take action and to have patience and the bigger why that they're committed to in their heart. And again, it doesn't have to be that you want to, you know, solve world hunger, although I would love that. Like that's a right. really important thing for me. You don't have to feel like you have to change the whole world, but there's got to be something beyond your own wallet for this business. One of the things that we share, it's like, don't just start a money, excuse me, don't just start a business to make money, start a business to make a difference. And that'll make all the difference for you in the world. Now, that whole theme really is through your three-part video series that went live today. Yes. And so talk to me about your three-part video series and what people can learn for absolutely free. Yes. So really the three-part video series does a couple of things. One, I remember when I was starting my business, I felt so incredibly overwhelmed. I had so many ideas and so many things that I could do, but I often found myself paralyzed because there was so much to do. I didn't know what to tackle first and hours would go by with nothing getting done. So what I did was try and take a look back and say, okay, if people could follow just you know, here's where you got to focus your attention first. <laughs> then here's where you focus your attention second. Then yes. here's focus your attention third. And they're really the six pillars of building an online business. And while building a business is not linear, this gives you a nice path to follow so that you can connect all the dots and things start to make sense. It helps you narrow things down in such a way where you're like, oh, I could focus on this and then I can move on to that. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really, really practical and it helps people like us who are massively creative and a little ADD get the structure and the tools that we need so we can move things ahead. Um, in the three-part video series, we also kind of unmask some of the myths and the things that hold people back, especially like we heard some questions today. If you have any resistance or hesitation around marketing and selling because you don't feel like you can do it genuinely, you're afraid of being too aggressive or slimy or just having people resist you, video number two for the love of all things holy, please watch that video if you're a business owner. Even if you never buy B-School, you never do anything with us again because it's really, really important. It'll shift your mindset about who you are and how you show up in the world, especially when you're marketing more than anything else. And then in the third video in the series, what we do is we tackle the common excuses that hold all of us back. You know, all of us have patterns and ways of thinking that can keep us stuck from sharing our gifts in a way that really reaches the most people as we are meant to reach. So we unpack each of those um, quite directly, as you know that I am. Yes. And then we also get to meet some B-schoolers, a very diverse uh, group of B-schoolers who actually have gone through the program, like people that just went through it last year and then years ago. And we kind of start to see some of their progress and, and who they've become and how they've shifted and what's happened for their business over the years. 
So you guys, you can grab this free three-part video series if you go to amyporterfield.com forward slash Marie. But Marie, since you're here now yes. and when the doors open to B-School, which they're not open now at the very time of this recording, but when they do open, some people are going to be saying, well, who's perfect for this program? Like who's the ideal person to actually invest in B-School? Would yes. you mind telling us that just because we're going to get there eventually? Of course. I would say it is ideal for someone who is committed to having a business that is sustainable, that's modern, meaning that you're going to use digital tools. You don't have to be on social media 24-7, but you want your work, your website to work for you yes. <laughs> and actually convert sales and not just be a pretty brochure that doesn't function. Um, so whether you're an experienced or aspiring coach or writer, you make cupcakes, you could have a product-based business, you could have a service-based business, you can have an information-based business. Anyone who really believes that the internet is a massive tool to reach more people and that you want your business to work 24-7 for you, that's who B-School is for. If you're someone who is just like way hyper-advanced, you know, like you've been doing internet marketing for years, you want to learn about multivariate testing, you know, you're going to be doing these crazy complex split tests and you want to kind of nerd out on all kinds of amazing technical details, B-School might not be for you. You know, it might, because this really is about the heart and soul of marketing and selling more effectively. So if you want to become your most persuasive self, you want to become your most influential self. You want to have all of your customers like clamoring to buy what you offer from a very genuine place. If you want to feel proud of your marketing, like so proud that you would send your sister and your brother and your parents to your website and have them see all of your marketing and go, oh my God, that was amazing. I, can I buy that? That's who B-School is for. It's for people that want to build a business with heart and soul. And also, Amy, I will say this. People can go through the free series. That's the other reason we created it. I have a very unique personality that's quite frankly not for everybody. And that's <laughs> awesome. And, you know, if you go through the free series and you don't find value in there or just my teaching style doesn't mesh for how you like to learn, then you shouldn't sign up for it. But otherwise, if you feel like you want to learn how to market in a modern way, ethically and honestly, and you want to join one of the most powerful global communities in the world, who are interested in building their business for all the right reasons, then it's definitely something you should strongly consider. And I think you should join. Perfect wrap up. I love that you really brought in the point that you're not for everybody. And the three-part video series gives a really good taste of who you are, what you're about, what your message is and how you help people. So you definitely want to dive into that free video series just to get a really good taste of what B-School is all about. And worst case scenario you learn a few new strategies to apply to your business. Best case scenario, you become a part of the B-School community and never look back. So I feel like it's a win-win. It totally is a win-win. And I will say this, Amy, you know, we put out the entire curriculum when um, people can register so you can see everything. We don't hold anything back. No surprises. Yeah. Never, never any surprises. And also if anyone does reach out to our team, you have my word. We've been doing this. This is our seventh year. We don't oversell. If you give us an honest question, you're like, hey, would this be right for me? We will tell you if it's not right for you. We are in the sales prevention business because we don't want people in the program who don't belong there. We only want to serve people we can really make a difference to. You know, I really believe that because when my students ask me, Amy, am I right for B-School because I do this or that? Your team encourages me to send that person to them yes. so you can really vet them first. Completely. And I, I like that. 
we have no interest in overselling. Again, after doing this for so many years, I only want happy customers. I only want folks in the door who are really aligned, not only with the curriculum and what they're going to take away, but really with our values, our philosophy, the fact that we're quirky, the fact that a four-letter word might come out of my mouth every now and again because no. I'm from Jersey. No, <laughs> I'm so innocent. No, but seriously, and, and to really make sure that someone's going to feel comfortable, they're going to feel taken care of. And if we have any doubt, um, we will let them know. And then also the other thing to share is that we have a very generous refund policy. So, you know, if you do get in and you find yourself like, whoa, this isn't for me, there is a way we'll give your full money back. So again, we don't want to take money and we don't want money from anyone that we're not truly meant to serve. Well, I've sent a lot of people your way for B-School and I get raving reviews. So thanks for taking such good care of them. And thanks for coming on the show. This has definitely been an action-packed, value-packed episode. And I think that so many people are going to get value from all the nuggets you shared. So thanks again. Thanks, Amy. All right. Talk to you soon. So there you have it. What do you think? Good stuff, right? Marie has been an amazing friend to me and a mentor for many, many years. And I've fallen in love with all of her strategies and tips and insights. And I hope that you now too understand why I love her so much. I do. I think she's fantastic. So I hope that you'll go check out her free video series amyporterfield.com forward slash Marie, and then join us inside the 30 day B-School business building think tank to watch the videos with us, go through, ask questions, share your aha moments, all that good stuff. You can get there by going to amyporterfield.com forward slash think tank. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I cannot wait to connect with you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com.